Hi, I'm Caitlin. I'm just a bookish babe. I'm Michelle. I'm from the Unfinished Bookshelf. Welcome to our first mini-sode, which is lingo for mini-episode, in case you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> so we're recording this very special mini-sode um, because the YA room is doing a whole month celebrating Love Oz YA during December. So this is a little bit of extra content to celebrate Love Oz YA. Which you know we love because we're always talking about it and we've had some of our favourite authors already on the podcast. We have more who we hope will one day join us. Yes. So we're huge fans of Love Oz YA and wanted to help sort of celebrate it. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. So when we were talking about what we could celebrate, um, one of the things we thought of is is to talk about books that have really interesting themes around friendship because this is a podcast which is just two best friends talking. Yeah. Um, so. so we thought that that would be the perfect fit. So, Caitlin, did you want to go first? I will. So one of our one both of our yes. favorite one of our favorite books this year really um, was by the amazing Pip Harry, who we've also had on the podcast, like we've just mentioned. Um, we interviewed her a little while ago about her new book this year, Because of You. And, oh, this book is beautiful. simply beautiful. Like, it's so gorgeous. Um, it's about two girls who become unlikely friends. So I really much. think that they're, like, you would never expect them to be friends because one of them is homeless um, and living rough and one of them is rather privileged coming to a private school and that's how they meet as well yes so um one of the main characters um is encouraged by her english teacher i think it was to um some sort of like community yeah they service. have to do community service to um as part of their high school certificate um and you know she was too late to sign up to like all the cool things with her, with friends, her friends or whatever um and she ends up volunteering at a homeless shelter during their writing group which is how she meets tiny um a homeless woman living on the streets so they're about the same age anyway but their lives are so different so different already been through so many different things um and they don't really seem like they should have anything in common to become friends and they do and it's it's so sweet it's very beautiful i think the other thing um pip explores really well in this book is the whole idea of like friends at school because nola then has a lot of issues with her group of friends at school who Which are the a, cool girls yeah. and, and it's also, something that lots of people face. It's something that lots of people face, especially in year 12, in the last year of school. Yeah. You sort of start to get to this point where you're like, are we going to be friends after school? Mm. And people kind of stop being friends halfway through year 12 rather than just enjoying their senior year together. Yeah, um, but also these girls, like I think, um, do some things which Nola realises she doesn't really believe in and she decides to, which I guess is quite hard for a teenager, to take a stand against it yeah. um, and not just follow the crowd. And so that's a really interesting thing for, for people to consider when they're reading it. Yeah, yeah. it's gorgeous. Definitely recommend <laughs> and definitely listen to our episode with Pip. Yeah, that's really was, lovely. Oh, it was so great to talk to her. <laughs> it was. It was. So... Um, following on from that, I have another um, school, like year 12 book, and that is The Yearbook Committee by Sarah Ayu. Um, I really enjoyed this one. I actually didn't read it. I listened to it on audio. 
and it was really, really interesting. So the narration was great that it's about four teenagers, again, quite unlikely that they would um, be friends except that they are forced together on yearbook committee for various reasons and they hate each other at first um, and then it, you kind of go through the ways in which they start to help each other and become friends and see that there's actually not that much different about them. They <laughs> have a lot more in common than they think and I think it's just a really, it's a really nice fun read but some of the issues that they're facing are, are quite serious and it was really I love those books where you have like so many different characters and then you have all these things going on and it just ties up nicely in the end um and that's exactly what this was it was it was really enjoyable to read um with like some serious points and stuff as well but it was really enjoyable and I can absolutely recommend the audio version as well that was really good to listen to yeah I mean, I just think every time you talk about that book, I just think that if having like a yearbook committee was like a thing where I went to high school, I totally, you would totally be on would it. have wanted to do it. I wasn't because I was on the library committee. What a shocker. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there were two separate yeah, committees. So I did one of our teachers, like they, a group of teachers did the yearbook. Oh, did they? Yeah. Oh, no, we had a magazine committee. We called it magazine, not yearbook. Oh, yeah, so yeah. But like it's the yearbook. Yeah. 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 <sighs> But it also wasn't like yearbook just for grade 12 either because our school was so small it was the yearbook for the whole school. Yeah, same. Yeah. I think my it's, school was far bigger than yours. Well, I think it's different in some schools. I think it might just literally be the, like the year yeah, 12. The year and I think that's what this story was. But, yeah, no, it's really good. You would really enjoy it. I know. I've been telling you before. <laughs> All right. So the other one that I wanted to mention, you know, bit of a story that highlights different aspects of friendship was actually My Lovely Frankie by Judith Clark. Now this story, not necessarily immediately about friendship, the, you know, one of them like things that the book say it's... Can make a, it sound a bit yeah, different. it's, you know, torn between faith and love, basically. Mm. So um, the story is set in the 70s um, and it's, oh no, not set in the 70s, that it's told by a man in his 70s remembering his teenage years. So it's, like, set in, like, Oh, yeah. wow. So, like, it is set in, like, 60s-ish or whatever, but, like, it's, like, him remembering. Yeah. So there yeah, are... That's cool. So the way um, he remembers some things, it then brings it right back to this time where he's, like, oh, you know, the, you know, the brothers wouldn't get away with hitting us now and, you know, mm. things like that. Um, that really brought it back, which was really fascinating just in itself, by the yeah. way, about that um, story. But um, the main character of this book um, had different fr- two different friendships that were really... Oh, the first one was obviously with Frankie. The story's called My Lovely Frankie. He becomes friends with the um, one of the other boys who's at the seminary with him. Um, and, you know... Sort of, you know, he's, he thinks he's in love with him or whatever and, you know, nothing ever comes of that but he focuses on trying to be a good friend to Frankie and just the way he sort of deals with the different thing, you know, his different feelings in that friendship and still, you know, not quite understanding him at first or thinking, you know, 
oh, what if we get in trouble? You know, all of these different things that kind of come with, like, you know, being friends with someone when you're that age. Um, but the other friendship, which I really wanted to highlight, actually, is why I chose this book, is, um, is friendship with his cousin, Mary. And she is referenced so many times throughout the story. Um, you know, friends when they were children around the same age, like mm. with all the cousins, you mm. know, stayed in touch. I believe, if I'm remembering correctly, I believe she lived overseas for a while, married, kids and everything, kept in touch their whole lives. And, like, the story is, like, Tom remembering his teenage years and, like, sitting on his porch with Mary in their old age. Aww, you know, it's very lovely. sweet. So, like, the lifelong friendship even though they are cousins mm. but like nothing says that you have to be friends with your cousins I yeah. always find that really nice when people are like really good friends with yeah. their cousins and it's not just because they're family that you are yeah exactly yeah. um yeah because like I I love all my cousins but none of them are really my age mm. so we've never had um I'm the eldest so um it's just a different relationship than if you are the same age as some of your cousins I know people that have you know, good friendships and stuff like that um, in that way. But I just thought it was so sweet, you know, really showing that lifelong friendship through – there's not that much of time jumps and everything, but because it's, like, how he remembers, mm. you know, information is revealed about the rest of their lives. <laughs> Michelle just got a message. <laughs> All right. Ding. Your turn. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so the final one I want to share is uh, one that I know a lot of other people love and, you know, you've probably read it, but it's worth mentioning again and it's always worth rereading and that is Wildlife by Fiona Wood. Um, I love Fiona's books and this one in particular is, is really, really sweet. It's um, set in like an outdoor education facility. So, um, you know, kids are away at camp um, and it's about um, – I don't, Sibylla, I think is the correct pronunciation. Sibylla is um, dealing with a lot of things, again, like a bit of a toxic friendship. Mm. And I think Fiona really navigates really beautifully the way in which you can deal with a toxic friend. Um, there's also characters from Six Impossible Things in there. So if you've read Six Impossible Things, which is Fiona's debut novel but not read, wildlife she does like companion novels so there'll be some characters from each and likewise so cool. if, if you've read cloud Witch, which is her latest novel but not read her others there will be characters that you recognize in in them it's really sweet that is so cool i know i, I love com i love that. companion novels because you don't have to read them in order but you recognize yeah like a familiar face yeah but in this case what happens in wildlife has happened after six impossible things because you know a little bit about what what happened in, in six but impossible things but still yeah you would I mean what happens in between the two books happens after six impossible things so it doesn't spoil anything in six impossible things yeah but anyway it's just a really beautiful look again at, at girls and friendship and I think that that's such a fascinating area that's probably not looked at enough so yeah, yeah like I being agree. in with the in crowd or going your own way, um, the way that girls can manipulate things. I guess I've always had the, the image that boys will just have like a punch up that girls can 
um, get, yeah, <laughs> well, they can get, maybe manipulative isn't the right word, but a lot of the ways in which bullying can go on is a bit more hidden from yeah. teachers' eyes than, yeah. but it can and still make you feel really worthless. Yeah, exactly. Like it's thing, it's the way yeah. things are said, or and you know there's a meaning behind it, but um, and the, obviously the person who's saying it knows there's a meaning behind it, but it's not immediately obvious. Yeah. So um, I think Fiona does a really good job of exploring that, and it's it's a really touching book, um, and one that I absolutely flew through. I think I, I just read it like overnight. It was so good. <laughs> so yeah, always always love visiting Fiona's books. So we've just um, picked our top four because we didn't. We just wanted to keep this episode mini. Um, yeah. We <laughs> so, do struggle with that sometimes. Yeah, with keeping our episodes time. <laughs> um, but we do hope that you'll let us know what some of your favourite um, books dealing with friendship are, um, and some of your other favourite love lovers way. Yes, we always so love to hear that. Yeah, we didn't mention obviously. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. So let us know what your favourite Love Oz YA reads are, your favourite books about friendship. Check out the YA room on social media to find the rest of their, you know, December month of <laughs> Love Oz YA goodness. And you can follow us at Better Words Pod on Instagram and Twitter and find us on Facebook, I think, with the same handle. Yeah, Better yep. Words Pod. Um, you can also go to our website, betterwordspodcast.com. Um, all of our show notes and other details and everything are there. You can also sign up to our newsletter there. It's just, just a little shot of bookish goodness every week. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, leave us a rating and review on iTunes or on any other podcasting listening things that you're using. Um, we'd love to hear your feedback and ratings and reviews help more people find the podcast. So that'd be really appreciated. Go off and read some more Love Oz Way A. We all need to read more Love Oz Way A. <laughs>